Welcome to The Way In, and this is an audio blog experience. Enjoy. Reactive reptiles. Enter James. James sits with his butthole clenched, teeth gritting, and eyeballs twitching. That's stupid gorilla meme Sandy shared is the most xenophobic, misogynist, bigoted, racist thing since E.T., the extraterrestrial. What gender was E.T.? It doesn't matter. <coughs> Sandy's obviously a supporter of Hitler. She loves Hitler. And thereby, she loves Donald Trump, that racist. Oh God, and I think she just posted something about equality. Does she not understand? She can't be equal. God, I hate Sandy. I fucking hate Sandy. James gets his ticket puncher out because Sandy just booked a one-way ticket to Troll Town. I'm gonna stretch my fingers. It's time to pondos this bitch. Have you met James before? Have you ever felt James twirling inside you that angry, reactive person that there's no reasoning with, that the moment it sees something it disagrees with, it conjures up all sorts of violent, dark thoughts. Rather than hugging the person and the world is a glorious place where we should all just love, hold hands, and play that one Hawaiian guy's song over the rainbow on our ukuleles. No, instead we would rather crush our enemies with angry Facebook reactions. Yeah, maybe even unfriend them. Maybe even unfollow them. Yeah, that sounds good. This is what I like to call primitive reactive James. The Jamesian aspect of ourselves where the reptile inside of us lives and screams, FIGHT! Yes. The part of us that gets triggered by a meme. The part of us that gets our body and our mind so tense that we reject the entire essence of another person's being based on the content of the meme. There's a lot of reactive James characters like this one I'm just talking about in the world today. And you know what? It's natural. It's within all of us. Every single one of us is this James, this reptilian center of our mind the darkness oh yeah even your most light-filled happy-go-lucky smiley smiley sandy friend that you have has a dark side oh yeah and guess what that's okay i certainly have one and even luke skywalker had one so what can we do how can we not be so triggered by a meme of a gorilla or by a sentence that indicates an opinion different from our own worldview? 
God forbid someone disagree with us. If they disagree with me, that means they should burn in hell. Or I'm going to unfriend them and unfollow them and send angry emoticons their way. And I'm going to get on Facebook every day just looking for a damn fight. Because I want war on the internet. Anyone who has an opinion different than mine, even if it's 50% of the population of the United States, well, they must all be stupid and wrong. I'm going to let them have it. I'm going to open fire. Safety's off. It's time to kick ass. How can we not be so triggered? It's in all of us. And it's okay. Like I said, it's okay. And as I'm relaying here, it's a physical and mental reaction. Our entire being rejects and, and, and reacts to this. It's like stepping on a rattlesnake after being deaf to its warning rattle. That warning sign is there. We just have to be receptive to them. We just have to listen and have enough detachment from ourselves and our anger in order to not react like a pissed off chimpanzee. Because, you know, we're really closely related to chimps. And chimps, they're not the nicest. They can be. But go Google it. That will give you an idea. YouTube's even better. So what can we do? We stop being a reptile. How much of your day is spent reacting to something said, seen, or heard? Now, if you're sitting there and you're thinking, no, 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 I'm not reactive. I am just so centered all the time. Tell me, what do you feel when you get a text message or a phone call or even a notification, good or bad? You're going to have a reaction. It's physics. How many times per day are you dropping your flow to respond to an email, a text, or one of those notifications? Those little whistles, those buzzes, those chirps, they're designed to capture our attention. The app is designed to keep our attention. They're designed to remove us from the world and pull our attention down the digital drain forever and ever, the rabbit hole, chasing the little white rabbit through our little black mirrors. Being reactive has never been easier, and it's never been more part of our lives. We're chasing that dopamine hit every time we unlock our phones. Now listen, being receptive, being mindful of what the body is doing, being able to detach and see, oh, you know, I'm reacting to this. Maybe I shouldn't say this about my friend. Maybe I shouldn't drop in on Sandy's comments on this picture she just posted and let her know she's an evil witch and a racist somehow anti-woman fascist. Maybe I should back off a little bit. 
let Sandy have her opinion. She's just raised her hand in class and, well, she's let everyone know where she stands, and that's okay. Now, is Sandy running around on the streets beating ass? Well, if she is, maybe somebody needs to go out and kick hers. But if she's not, and I'm assuming she's not, or he, if you if you prefer, uh, uh, let's get a guy character in here. How about Daryl? If Daryl's out there, Daryl's being a real dick. Daryl loves Donald Trump. He loves Donald Trump. And if you don't, that's probably going to piss you off that he wants to make America great again. Hashtag MAGA. Now, if this triggers you and you're listening to this, well, this is what we need to do. We need to detach. We need to be receptive, mindful of our mind and body. That's sexy. Once we're there, and this is every this is everyday work. We're not going to end up like Yoda right now. We're going to be like whiny Luke Skywalker. Have you seen Star Wars? Luke Skywalker is the whiniest baby in the entire movie universe. I had difficulty rooting for the guy. He was such a baby. He complained and whined about everything. I don't want to go anywhere. Oh, Han Solo, why are you kissing her? I like her. Come on. We all got to start as Luke. We all have to be little nerf herders in the desert, harvesting for moisture and toiling in the pain of misery to get to a point where we can meet our Obi-Wan Kenobi somewhere in the depths of our being and discover our own wisdom and detachment our own mindfulness of what our mind and how our bodies react because we're all we're all a little bit different but we can all definitely act like chimps so once we get there and again daily practice and i'll share from my experience once i get there i notice how many on edge twitchy knee jerky friends i have now listen these people who sound smart but aren't anchored to anything deeper than their digital projection of self. Their top dog online in that forum, in that comment thread, top dog, most likes, most like comment against Sandy's meme. The one who pissed her off the most and ruined her day. Trolling goes both ways, by the way. But when you meet him in real life, yeah, they're nice. What is that, by the way? So what can we do to be more receptive and less and less reptilian-like, less like the lizard people, if the lizard people are out there listening? Well, here's a few ideas. And these are, again, this is what's worked for me. I am by no means a guru. I'm so far from it. But these are a few ideas that have worked for me. One and the most effective and most difficult thing for me to do, but most effective when I do follow through, is to turn off Facebook and Snapchat and Instagram and Anchor and Musical.ly and Twitter and YouTube. Just turn it all off. Not You don't have to go crazy and do it for a month. You don't have to do it even for a day. I find that if I just turn off the phone, Turn off the social media for 10 minutes and jump into the Headspace app. you got to keep your phone on for that. But I jump in and I use this app called Headspace or Insight Timer now. Insight Timer is free, by the way. Insight Timer app. Jump in and I hit 
10 minutes in the timer. It's literally 10 minutes. I sit still and I focus only on my in-breath and my out-breath and label the breaths as such for 10 minutes. And you know what? You don't even need a timer. Just use a clock stopwatch. You do need a timer, by the way. <laughs> you don't need the app. 10 minutes, breath in, in breath, out breath. <sighs> Label the breath as such. Try it for 10 minutes. It makes my day turn around. And listen, if 10 minutes sounds like too much, and anytime I find myself going, oh no, I can't spare 10 minutes, I can't spend 20 minutes, then guess what? <laughs> it's it's really time for some serious meditation. Dire need of meditation. Next, turn off the news. Now, information diets. A lot of people, we talk about diets. Everybody's got some sort of diet that they're sticking to. But the one diet I think we can all benefit to, and one that has worked tremendously for me that's related to the last thing we talked about and turning off social media is an information diet. I'm on this challenge right now, and I'm practicing intermittent information fasting. Super, super fancy terminology, by the way. IIS. IIF, rather. Fasting from information. It's so easy to be a consumer. Turn on the phone. Consume Facebook news feed. Consume news. Consume from the feed. It's called a feed for a reason, and the feeding never ends. It doesn't affect our guts, at least not on the outside. Stop the feed. Stop the consumption. Turn off the hose. It's an infinite hose with an infinite, an infinite dopamine reaction. So I like to turn off the news and read a book. I challenge you, by the way, if you're listening, I'm on a 90-day challenge through October of 2017 right now. If you want to message me, if you want to get in on a challenge, you need some accountability, join me, and I'm doing it with a few other friends. We all have a little bit of a different variation on what that challenge is, but part of this for me is information fasting. That is every Sunday. I'm off of all social media every Sunday. So turn off the news read a book, get some long form in your life, long form podcast, long form book. And even then, if you're doing that too much, just turn that off. Now, if you're at the office and none of this is possible, what I used to do is look out the window for a few minutes, literally three minutes out the window. An eye doctor, now if we're looking at the screen like a lot of us are doing, an eye doctor once told me the 2020 20 rule that is every 20 minutes pick something 20 feet away stare at this thing for 20 seconds every 20 minutes something 20 feet away stare at it for 20 seconds to adjust the eyes so in that you can incorporate that look out the window if you know if you're like I used to be and you're in an office in a gray cubicle area and you don't have a window Pick something 20 feet away. If there's nothing 20 feet away, just get out of the freaking cube. Go outside. Nobody's going to stop you. If you're not a smoker, pretend you're a smoker. Take a 
personal eye break, take an outside breath break, an oxygen break, get outside. I always felt, side note, I always felt somewhat punished when I didn't smoke cigarettes. I calculated at this job I had back in the OHIO, the people I was timing how long they'd spend on their cigarette breaks, and it amounted to 31 days of paid time off per year, the equivalent. That is at three 15-minute smoke breaks a day, and I said, you know, that's not really fair. I need to take my time back too. But anyway, just get out. Another thing to do, leave the phone in the car while you're out to dinner. Please do that. And one thing I've recently reincorporated into my life, and I'm always so sad when I stop doing it, it's yoga. Yoga is a cheat code for me. If you've never done yoga, there's a studio somewhere near you that's going to offer a very generous introductory package. If you're in a city with a lot of yoga studios, you could probably get away with just going studio to studio month by month and taking advantage of their very inexpensive unlimited packages for for new students. Anyway, yoga. Nothing is better for my mind and body than yoga. I've never left a yoga class feeling worse about my day. Fact. Feel way more at peace. The BS that is out there, those James, the Jamesians, those silly memes out there that piss people off, those tweets by people we don't like, I tend to laugh more after I do yoga. Unplug for a few minutes and for crying out loud, Let's stop name-calling. see a lot of name-calling out there. It's like we've never left high school. I don't think it ever ends. So do whatever you need to do to be less of a fighting Jesus Christ lizard and be more Christ-like. Or Buddha-like. Or, well, we'll just stick with those two. And be receptive to your human friends. It's called listening. And we need to start listening to ourselves first. Once I started listening to my body and hearing, oh man, my gut really doesn't like what I'm doing here. Whether it's uh, going to a job interview for a job maybe I really should be applying for or hanging out with somebody who's just sucking my time and making me feel worse about myself. Pay attention to those things. What's pissing you off? Stop doing that. But it takes listening to the body. It takes pausing. takes being open and receptive to our human friends after that. We need you. Make it a wonderful day. See you next time.